Yeah, that was great. We'll say something, maybe a horror. Something I was thinking about, we'll see if it comes out to something. But um, it's very interesting before before Yontif. Taira! Before Yontif, I was uh, saying some Chaburas, and we got it into Parshish Kisisa a lot, the Eagle. So I was thinking a lot about this Parsha Kisisa, a lot of interesting things. And then we, we came to uh, a very interesting point, which maybe people know this, that the first Yom Kippur, the first Yom Kippur that Chazal speak about seemingly was after the Eagle. That after the, after the Eagle is of, <coughs> and Moshe Rabbeinu went up and down and up and down and he... He got a Kaddish Baruch and said, V'yom Hashem Salach Tikidorecha. Forever that became the first Yom Kippur. And that's, Rashi brings down. He goes through the whole cycle of what, uh, of what transpired. And at the end, he says, Basar B'Tishrei Nisratza Kaddish Baruch Yisrael. On the 10th of Tishrei, Yom Kippur, finally a Kaddish Baruch was appeased. Moshe Rabbeinu gained appeasement for Kalal Yisrael. B'Simcho B'Lev Shalim. Kaddish Baruch was besimcha, who believed Shalom. Is Rashi? I've forgiven them according to your request. And then the luchos shnias came. The yard and he came down. Fine. And then he started commanding them on the Malachas Hamishkan. So the Medrash picks up on this Rashi and says, when Hashem said, "V'yam Hashem slachdi kedvarecha." That forever became the day of Yom Kippur. The Major says Tanhuma. <clears throat> and then right afterwards, Rashi says, Right away, they were commanded on the Malachas HaMishkan. So I was thinking that it must be clear from this Rashi that if the first Yom Kippur is on Yod Tishrei, Tish, right? right after there was an appeasement. So the building of the Mishkan must have been the first Sukkot. He was told to build the Mishkan, that build, go build the Sukkot. And Parshat Kisisa, if you, if, you, if you learn it, it's, it's really fascinating, seemingly out of order, a lot of things going on. And at a certain point in the middle of the story here, after Moshe Bede comes down and Mila Shemelai and they kill out the people and then Moshe Bede is going up and down, Pasuk says, Moshe yikach es ha'ohel. Moshe took his own tent. V'natolo michutz ha'machana, he moved it out of the machana. Harcheik min ha'machana, and he put it far from the machana. So the way Rashi learns these psukim, because if you see the parsha, it's very unclear. But Rashi learns that this happened after Yod Tishrei. After the Lucha Shniyas, after Yod Tishrei, after the first Yom Kippur, Moshe Rabbeinu then takes his ohel out of the machin. That's how Rashi learns. And the Pasuk ends off and says something fascinating. V'karla ohel moed. Now the ohel moed is going to be what? Ultimately it's going to be the Mishkan. He called his own tent that he took out. This is, not, this is pre-Mishkan. He called his own tent that he took out of the machina. He calls it the ohel moed. And then, V'hoya kol mevakesh Hashem 
Anybody who's a Mavakesh Hashem went out, say, they went out of the Machana and they went into Moshe's Oel the Ohamoid. Now, this also <laughs> seems to be an Indian of Sukkot. His Oel, the tent, he takes it, say, he takes it out of the dearest Keva, out of the Machana, the regular dwelling place. He pulls it out. He makes it like a dearest Arai. Because eventually he was going to bring it back. And eventually the, the Ohel Moed was going to become the Mishkan Mamish. So this seems to be not only the commandment to build the Mishkan, which seems to be the meaning of the Sukkah, also Moshe's personal tent became the first Sukkot. That's what I would say. It was the first Sukkot that everybody went into Moshe Rabbeinu's tent. And we know there's a machlokas. The machlokas are be a kiva, a lozer. What's the reason for sukkus? Is it because they are not covered, or is it because of the sukkus that a kaddish baruch built? Whatever that exactly that pshat is. So, oh, so listen. So Moshe Rabbeinu takes out his ohel, a sukkah, right? His tent, the sukkah so shafti. Pasuk says, "Vahey kavu Moshe ha'ohala." When Moshe Rabbeinu go to his tent, yered amud ha'anan. The cloud will come down. Then on a covered. So the first sukkis, again we're calling it the first sukkis, Moshe Rabbeinu's personal tent had both had both. It was the, it was a tent, it was a Basukas or Shafti, it was a sukkah, and it had the Anan. Had both. <clears throat> so you see that Moshe Rabbeinu has a personal sukkah, and then the Mishkan is going to be a communal sukkah. <coughs> we also have Pesukas Hashavti or Pesukas Teishu Shavas Yamim and then Kol HaEzrach B'Yisrael Pasuk says it's like a double Lashem seven days they're going to sit in a sukkah and it says Kol HaEzrach all Jews sit in a sukkah it's the same just say it you could have just said all Jews sit in a sukkah for seven days but there's a certain concept on sukkahs where you have your own sukkah Pesukas Teishu Shavas Yamim everybody sit in your sukkah but then there's a concept Kol HaEzrach B'Yisrael all Jews have to sit in a sukkah. And the Gemara Darshans, your sukkah has to be in a way that every Jew could fit in the sukkah. That sukkah is, has a, you have a private sukkah and there's also the communal sukkah. Where do you have this concept of both private and communal at the same time? By tefillah, by davening. Right? Everybody has their own sitter. You have your own talis and tefillah. You have your own words, your own kavana. But at the same time, it's everybody else. Everybody else is the same words. And you're davening Shemona Esri by yourself, but with everybody else. So you're davening a Yechidus B'Tzibur. It's private, but it's also communal, together. Right? That's, that's a big Yechud. Sovav Mikol Alman. Sovav Mikol, we were just singing. Sovav Mikol Alman is the communal. And the Mamali Kol Alman is each person on his own has a Kaddish Baruch inside of him. Right? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu take his tent out? What does the Pasuk say? Who went to the tent? The Karl Oamoid, he took his tent out, he called the Oamoid. This is, this, is, this is the first KMH, right? This is the first time it says it. Anybody who's Mavakesh Hashem went to that tent. 
Anybody who wanted to daven to Kodesh Baruch Because listen, what happened by the ego? What happened? Klaisel gets nervous. Moshe Ben is not here. They, they, they panic. Why didn't they just daven? Why didn't they just daven to Kodesh Baruch No? They, they had the concept to daven. Then they were told not to, but they had the concept. Why didn't they daven? They weren't yet taught how to daven privately yet. When Bitsoro, but Yamsuf, they tried, then Kodesh Baruch said, don't do it. Moshe Rabbeinu was going to daven. Shem said, don't do it. But when Moshe Rabbeinu left, he didn't yet teach them about daven. Because tefillah is going to ultimately come with what? With the Karbanas, with the Mishkan, with that whole world. So when Kodesh Baruch saw, of course, he created, he saw it's everything. That Klal Yisrael made a mistake with the ego. They needed to learn tefillah. So Moshe Rabbeinu takes his tent out of the Machana. And anybody who's a anybody who wants to learn how to daven, come to my tent. I'll teach you how to daven. At the same time, they were going to start building the Mishkan, which is the communal place of Karbonus. But anybody who privately wants to learn how to daven, come. Because everybody knows, when it comes to davening, you have a sitter, communal davening, we all could say the words, it's called Tzvila Betzibor, you could have no kavana, but you're all there, you could say all the words, Tzvila Betzibor, it's kavalt. And the Kaddish Baruch listens to that Tzvila, the Koch of the Tzibor. But then there's the people who want to daven privately, the Mamali Kol Alman, the Mavakshe Hashem, those who really are Mavakish, they really, really want to connect. They have a real Ratzim. So they went to Moshe Rabbeinu to teach, to learn how to daven. Because who was the one who davened? Moshe Rabbeinu. What was he doing for 40 days, 40 days, 40 days, davening, davening. Everything's davening by Moshe Rabbeinu. What caused him to, to learn how to daven? Of course he was davening in Mitzrayim. But when did he learn really the Koch of Tefillah? Because of the ego. Because of the ego, because Klaisho messed up, Moshe Rabbeinu had to turn on he had to ignite himself into this koch of tefillah, which he never had to use before. But that koch of tefillah, that he then was kona at that time because of the ego, because Klaisel didn't know how to daven. So then he said, anybody who wants to learn how to daven, come to me. And that became, that became sukkahs. That's, this, this is a sukkahs. If you're mavakesh Hashem, leave your dearest keva. The dearest keva can also mean the, the communal tefillah. The community. Don't leave them. Don't be Polishmen at Seabor, of course. It's only for seven days. You always, you always go back in. We leave our house for seven days. We go back into the house. Right? Just a dear Sarai. But those from Mavakesh Hashem want to leave sometimes the Machana, the dearest Keva, to go into a place of Yechidus, to go learn what they need to learn, to then bring it back into the communal. And tefillah is this, is this aspect. And this is, this is, the Ushbiz and is Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, we know, of course, this is everything about Moshe Rabbeinu. He's the Baal Tefillah. He's the Iker Baal Tefillah we have. He's Menatzeach. Koch of Natzach. He's Menatzeach. Kilo over a Kodesh Baruch We know through Tefillah, a person can have such a, a shakal v'tari with a Kodesh Baruch That's what Moshe Rabbeinu taught. By the Avos, Avos were, they daven, but it was all about surrender. It was all about bitter. Moshe Rabbeinu was, went to war against the Kodesh Baruch Avram Vidu says, if there's 50 tzaddikim, if there's 45, what about 40? And he was working with the Kodesh Baruch Moshe Rabbeinu, he went, af- he went at a Kodesh Baruch Crazy. But that was a whole new world. 
And forever you have that koach. Menachem, you can't go into the whole thing now, but Menachem teaches us in Torah Beis, all the way in the beginning. In Torah Beis, he's talking about the koach of Tefillah. He's talking about Yosef, the Indian of Riz, Tefillah. And then he says, V'tzorach kol echad l'chavim Everybody, when they're davening, their personal davening, they have to think, shabador. You have to connect your personal davening to the davening, to the teal of the tzaddik. The tzaddik is what? Because he has everybody underneath him. He's the, com- he's the community. So when you're davening by yourself, you need to have kavana that you're connecting to Hashem Kal Yisrael. You do that through connecting to the tzaddik, who is Memela connecting to every single Jew. Because every tzaddik shabador is the Indian of Moshe Mashiach. Okay, he goes in, he says, it's fine. Every tefillah that a Jew davens, every tefillah that a Jew davens, it's the limb of the Shechina, it's the Indian of the Mishkan. That the Mishkan is, was built from the tefillahs of Klai And even though Kaddish Baruch told Moshe Rabbeinu right after Yom Kippur, build the Mishkan, they need a place for Karbonos, we see by the Egel again. After the mess up with the Egel, Kaddish Baruch says, we need a Mishkan. You need to have a place where they can connect to me without you, Moshe Rabbeinu. They need a place for Karbonos. So as the Tzivu is coming, as they're building the Mishkan, those from Mavakesh Hashem, those who wanted to learn how to daven, went to Moshe Rabbeinu. And at the same time that they're bringing the Nadivas for the Mishkan, they're learning how to daven. Because the Mishkan was built from their tefillah. The Mishkan was built from that tefillah of these people. Connecting to Moshe Rabbeinu, the tzaddik, the ultimate chazan. She'en shum echad mi Yisrael, yochol la'ala she'i, shifa b'shifa, kol chad l'duchtei elo Moshe b'luchad. Because they had to come, you have to connect to the tzaddik. Because only Moshe Rabbeinu knew how to put the Mishkan together. As, the, as it says... As it says, the Pasuk says, They brought the Mishkan to Moshe because they tried to build it, right? Chazal say, they tried to build it, it fell down. They tried to build it, it fell down. Until they brought it to Moshe Rabbeinu, who knew how to put it together, Moshe Rabbeinu is one who knows how to build the Mishkan. So even though every Jew has to daven and has to build their peace, you have to go to the Tzadik. You go to the Tzadik. It's because the Tzadik knows how to put you together. So everybody knows if they've been to a tzaddik, if they've been connected, they know how to daven a little bit, they know how to learn a little bit, they know how to have a little bit of opposition. Everybody has pieces. But if you've ever been by a real tzaddik for enough time, they put you together. They must put you together. How? Sometimes segula, sometimes they teach you. But if you buy a tzaddik for long enough, they must put you together. And Vayakam Moshe, Vayakam is Gemachar Yosef. Yaakov Moshe, so Yosef, <coughs> Yosef Moshe. What's the Gemara Yosef Moshe? Rosh. Okay, I don't know how that works exactly. Yaakov Moshe is a Mishkan. So you need the Koch of the Tzadikim. Yosef the Tzadik, Moshe the Tzadik. You could say one of them is Savim Mikolam, one could be Malikolam, and one of them could be Tzion, one of them could be Yushalayim. But with the Koch of our Tfilah, connect to the Tzadik, connect to Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi Nachman says that when you, before you damage one Esrei, you're supposed to have in mind is that I want to connect my tefillah to the tzaddik. And it could be the tzaddik who's with you in the room. We should all be zochet to be with the tzaddik in the room. Or it could be with the tzaddikim. Rabbi Nachman, it could be with Rabbi Nachman. It could be other tzaddikim who are still being pole, who are still acting. Mil they're still acting for us. 
So it's a big, it's a big schus that we get to forbring tonight. And then Yaretz Rabbi Nachman, who's everybody who's here, obviously Rabbi Nachman has a, has a part in changing the life in some way for the better. In a way of simcha, in a way of tamimus and pshitis, which is the ikar derech, tamimus and pshitis, mamish mamish. We don't even we don't even understand how 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 much tamimus and pshitis is 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 the ikar. It's the ikar akol. The ikar simcha comes from that place. So we should be zochet to continue to ferment together in a very simple and sweet way. Amen. 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 Amen.